All right, welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Of course, Sanders here, uh, and I got got my my boys when we got the game here. Got my boy Duke with me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Back at it again. Yes, sir. And, and and we got and we got conspiracy brother. He he <laughs> he he always got something to say when he ain't on the show. So look, he was live in the flesh. We got my boy Eli on here. Mm-hmm. What's good? What's good? We gonna talk about that later, though. See, okay. already oh, started. My you already oh started. my god! Every episode, I'm coming. Maybe sneaking oh, the episodes in. Oh man, oh, we'll be sneaking them in. Y'all don't want me on the show. Just say that. Oh my god. <laughs> Every time we, every time the man say he want to be on the show, he on the show. They, they, I know what it is. Y'all must be vaccinated. That's what it is. Oh my, you know, what you know, hey, man. You me like Kyrie <laughs> out here. Hey, hey, you know he can't you know play what it at is. home. That's that's what it is for real. Yep, that's exactly what it is. You know he can't even oh, play my home goodness. Games. That's what it is. Oh my goodness, bro. He can't hey. even play in the home games. So Part-time you, players. You're blowing it right now. You need to go get vaccinated. Maybe you can play all the home games. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, bro, this is the funniest man I know, bro. Real talk. Be <laughs> a fool. Funniest man. man I know, bro. It's, hey, it's funny, though. You you talking about the talking about Kyrie, bro, in the league and the association. That's we, we hadn't we had done no, we hadn't done any hoops talk in a minute, bro. So we I guess we went on here to decide to go ahead and uh do a little bit of that. On this episode, for sure, man. So, um, obviously, the season been going in full swing. Uh, I guess it's this this part of the season. I guess you can call it. Uh, you know, I guess want to be cliche about it. It's the it's the dog days of the other season, man. They getting ready. They're a few weeks away from All Star break, so you know, guys is. Some some teams may be going through the motion or just just waiting for ready for the All Star break to get here, uh, so they can just kind of hit maybe a reset button or anything like that, or um, just you know a lot going on in the league, man. Um, as far as everything's going on, um, obviously players out, players hurt. Uh, it seems like at one point the games was getting canceled left and right because of. COVID and, and protocols for that and everything, but uh, I mean, all in all, the, the season has been still uh, pretty good. Uh, man, who who uh, who's caught y'all eye? Um, surprisingly, uh, so far, whether it be uh, both Eastern Conference or Western Conference or however you want to do it, um, what teams have y'all seen so far this? Definitely been a surprise to you this season that you, that you probably didn't think was going to do much, but they definitely so far exceeded expectations. Eli, you can go ahead. Uh, a team or teams that I see has uh, expectation of um, what we starting. We're going to start with the West. We're going to do the West. Uh, I mean, whichever whichever one you want to start off with, man, it's, it's kind of tough. Let me see. I'm gonna start with the East. Um, a team that uh surprised me had to be the uh, Cavaliers. Uh, uh, Cleveland sitting in the fourth spot, um, pretty comfortably. Um, 
depending on how the 76ers and the Bucks go with this stretch, um, Liz might end up with a six seed, um, which is still pretty good. Um, they surprised me um, once Colin went down. I thought their um, season was for sure um, play-in. I didn't expect them to be top five team in the East. Um, they did give me play-in vibes, um, but then Colin got hurt or whatever. So, but there's Garland. He's been carrying them boys. Jerry Allen, it's the throw double. So he's been winning me some money on the fan duel. I respect that. And then the team in the West, um, I think that Crunk It Up has to be the hometown, the Grizzlies. Uh, where Ja Ja kicked it up a notch. He turned them to a championship contender team. Um, even from last year, um, he changed the environment Grizzly. We for sure thought even when getting Ja there, we was gonna be we were still a year, maybe two from the playoffs or at least a play in, possibly. But Ja got the Grizzlies looking like they are real contenders for the Western Conference Finals or even contending for the championship, if not this year, but possibly within the next two, three years, if they keep doing what they're doing. Um, that talent, that the underrated talent they got going, um, they coming come like the grid and grind. It's with more shooters, and that's what you need. And this, um, this type of play, this era of the NBA, you need those type of perimeter players. So like with Jagat going with the guys, so those two things that surprised me for sure. But the Grizzlies not a surprise, but they're exceeding expectations. I would say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Cavs, the Cavs. I um. I, I was I was not expecting this at all. Um, and still, if you want me to be quite honest with you, I still can't quite believe that they are actually um, doing what they're doing right now. Uh, I remember, it's funny, uh, we had our banquet for, um, for the football team on this early in December. And uh, we got some boys from Cleveland and everything. One, one of the guys stopped me. He was like, hey, Coach, you, you seen what the Cavs are doing? You watching the Cavs? I'm like, the Cavs? Man, okay, you know, they, you know, they're right right now, but you know, they'll, you know, they'll go back to doing, you know, to old ways and everything, and they have not reverted back to that. Um, so the Cavs have definitely surprised me. And then uh, I'm with Eli, man. Memphis, um, Memphis has been right there on the on the cusp of um, being in the playoffs for the last couple of years. Um, I definitely thought this year that they'll be. A playoff team, but I didn't see this. Um, I didn't see them being right now the, you know, the three seed in the Western Conference. Um, the the Lakers ahead of the Clippers, like I, I definitely plays hard. Um, night in and not, night out, led by John Moran. So I'm with Eli on that. Those two squads have definitely surprised me. Which I for sure. So I want to own that. 
definitely with Cleveland. For me, another team that I'm going to say as a surprise, and I'm about Memphis. I'm not gonna say like it's like a surprise, like we didn't see it coming, but I didn't think that they uh I know like all the moves that they made, you know, everybody knew that they'll be solid, but I thought, you know, maybe they'll be in that, you know, five to six range, uh Maybe, you know, fringe play in just because, you know, just wasn't quite sure exactly what it was going to be. Um, but for them to be right now, you know, tied for the the the, the best record out in the East, um, the way that they just been, the way that that whole squad been balling. I mean, they got a five that you just can't. I mean, that you if you throw out there on the court, man, you would think in a pickup game, they could probably run the court all day. I mean, the fact with DeRozan, Levine, Vucevic, Lonzo, uh, Kobe White. And then you throw in, you know, the guys they got off the bench, Caruso, um, uh, the rookie, uh, the, I, can't, I can't even pronounce his last name, so I ain't going to do it like that. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, that they get, they got a solid, they like the, free, the, 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 the starting five was like super solid. You figured that like they was going to be good enough to be a playoff team. But the way that the bench has contributed is making them look like a more deeper team than, than we thought. And I mean, obviously, because when you when you was talking out for the East, the, the teams you mentioned, of course, was Brooklyn, mm-hmm. Philly, uh, the Bucks. Um, even though, which I'm not even gonna get into them because I know they probably on the other side of what we're gonna talk about. But obviously, folks was thinking possibly Boston, Miami. You know, it was it was other teams that you might have had before you thought about saying Chicago could be one of the teams being the best out in the east but i mean man so far i mean you know so far so good i mean you know they've had a i mean you know they, they had a couple of games here recently you know prime time games where it hasn't gone their way but i mean it's a long season it, it, it happens um from time to time i mean you know warriors got blitzed by the bucks and they come back and they blitz they blitz chicago it's just it's the nba uh you know it, it happens like mm-hmm. that sometimes so uh it's just to, for so for me chicago definitely was a like I said, not a super surprise, like not a surprise, and it's Cleveland, because I think everybody knows, like, Cleveland is definitely a surprise, because I don't even think nobody even had them probably sniffing the playoffs, to be honest. Um, but for sure, for me, Chicago, um, just kind of exceeding where they're at right now. And in the West, right there with y'all with Memphis, too. But hear me out when I say this team. Hear me out. I know folks going to be like, wait, what? But... Just from my logic, hear me out on this. Golden State. And the reason why I say that is because we were still waiting to see, like, what was going to happen with Clay. So, in a way, it was still just, you know, it was still just Steph, Draymond, and the young guys. So, it was just kind of like, which was pretty much the roster from last year, essentially. A few different roster moves here and there, but it was just kind of like, you might have thought, of course, obviously, maybe like a, a, a top four, top five team in the West, obviously. But, you know, that hot start that they had in the, in the beginning of the season, it looked like for a second, which I'm probably unfair to make this comparison. The way that they was going, this almost looked like that team that, that won 67 games that first time they won the championship back in 2015. It looked like that type of Warriors squad. And you was just like, dang, they doing all this now. And they ain't even got clay back yet. So what happens once they add in clay? 
And like now, you know, he's back. She's gonna try to get his rhythm and everything like that. So it's just it's just kind of more so for me. Like I said, they ain't really a, none of the two teams that I mentioned as far as Chicago and go to state is really a surprise surprise. But it's just kind of like the way that they started, where they at now. You know, you weren't thinking. I mean, I mean, unless you was just a homer, you weren't thinking Golden State at first would be like a top. You, you feel me? Like a, a the top two team in the West, or even you know fighting for the best record in the league without having Clay there yet. And now that he's there, along with Steph, even though Steph is in a you know a little slump right now, and then there's no Draymond Green. But mm-hmm. as I mentioned, you know it's just this this part of the season right now. It's the dog day, so of course there's the injuries, there's the the rest of shooting streaks where you could go be your own one day and you're off the next or whatever. So that's just that. So those are my surprises. Uh, and obviously there's the other side of the spectrum net, which is, it's probably a lot more of these. It's probably a lot more disappointments than it is surprises, surprises right now. Who, who y'all got that right now that y'all thought would be better than what they are. And they just really not living up to the expectations. The Atlanta Hawk. Sheesh. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, it's in no Hulk. time. It, yeah, I don't, I don't have the, the no other team. The Atlanta Hawks. What has been going on at the State Farm Arena, formerly known right. as the Phillips Arena? For everybody, follow my people that know what was going on down there in Atlanta. I'm not understanding. Now I get it. We there have been some injuries here and there. Um, we've had guys out. Uh, DeAndre Hunter was out for a little minute, and Bogdan Bogdanovich was out for a minute. Lou Williams was out. Danilo Gallinari was out. Then you had all the stuff with COVID. Trey Young missed games. I believe John Collins missed games. Capella missed games. But good Lord, you're seven games under 500. You're fresh off a of birth. You just came off a of birth to the Eastern Conference Finals. And you took the Bucks six games. And you're going into the All-Star break. Right now, you're sitting at 12th in the conference. And maybe if you catch fire before, before, the, play, uh, before the All-Star break, you might still be on the outside looking in as far as getting in one of these play-in games. I'm not understanding it. Then you know you just you just get rid of uh, you get rid of Cam Reddish. I really didn't understand that move. Maybe they're doing something. You know they're doing something. I don't. I was. I'm not in the building, so whatever they're doing, they felt that was the best decision to make. But just today, they gave up 70 points in the first half. The defense is atrocious. They gave up 70 points in the first half to the Timberwolves tonight. Not playing any defense. We can score with anybody. I believe our offensive rating is like second in the league. But we're like 20, like 29th or something like that in defensive rating. It's just, ah, uh, they, uh, they frustrate me, man. Oh, my gosh. Eastern Conference Finals, Bird to Right now, you're outside of the playoffs. You were the five seed last year. So the Atlanta Hawks, man, they got to get it together. They before before Monday, they had lost ten straight home games. They were inevitably unbeatable when they were playing at home. No one could go into the to the State Farm and beat them. 
while they were playing at home. You you lose ten straight home games up until Monday. Like I just uh it's just been it's been rough. It's been rough watching the Hawks. It's been rough. Is it my turn? I'm good. I only have one thing. <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, this is not rocket science. Some goddamn Lakers. Yeah, you know, man. Hey. Yeah, man. Is Russ, is Russ toxic? Sanders, how long I've been saying this? Is Russ toxic? Or what, like... We thought that LeBron was going to put some sense in him, but apparently that's not uh, worth it. Um, that ain't just all Russ was going on out there, though. Yeah, uh, no, nah, that ain't. No, but when he made that when he made that quote, when they was talking about he could turn the ball over this amount of times, and when he said, and who's going to stop me, I just know he getting traded out the all-star break. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just know oh, LeBron, oh, a, a, a move is going to get made for sure. Ain't no way I that they can LeBron. keep that roster together, bro. Somebody is getting out of there. Either I mean, go ahead, bro. <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't know what it is because I'm gonna be honest. LeBron is probably playing some of the best basketball he ever played in his life in his current age, like. And he's still able to give you 30-plus a night. So some help have to come. I know AD hurt, and he haven't really gotten his stride because he'll play two games, tweak some, sit out, play a couple more games, tweak some. So he haven't been able to get in a rhythm now that he's sitting out for an extensive amount of time. Um, AD have to get it together. He, he gone soft. Um, I don't know what it is. Um and that bench production, uh, there's too much talent on that bench for them to be losing the way they lose or get going. When you have you have the stars like Malik Monk, you have Taylor uh, Horton, um, you have Carmelo. I'm going to say this too, Taylor Horton. They, they took a chance on you. You might want to talk to Kuzma. See, they kept <laughs> Kuzma. They gave him one year. And shipped them out of there. Shout out to Kuzma because he really balling with the Wizards. I think that's what's going to happen to um, Taylor Horton. I think they finna ship him out of there. But um, so Lakers has really been anything but good so far. So hopefully after the All-Star break or even before and including the, uh, after the All-Star break, a light switch flip on. They start getting together and hit their stride. LeBron he stated that we haven't we gonna be better. Y'all haven't seen our best. So but the way it's looking, it's gonna be a tough even if the Lakers make the playoffs, it's gonna be tough on them boys. It's gonna be tough. I think what's so hard about it with, with them, bro, with the Lakers is just the fact that uh a lot of people were it, it was weird. It was like 50-50 with, the, with all the roster moves that they made in the offseason because it was like, you know, you had people who were looking at it like, okay, all these guys, they got here together. Uh, they were like, oh, it may take them some time, you know, offensively, but defensively they should be solid because, you know, some of the guys that they got should be some solid defenders. 
should be pretty decent, you know, all, you know, de- defensively. And then, you know, the 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 offensive side would come. But shit, uh, <laughs> defensively is is terrible for for him. And then, you know, it's other people that was looking at it like, dude, this is all these dudes is old. Like if this was 2012 and we got these guys on the roster, you know, it's a different story. But like now, you know, it's, it's 2022. You know, a lot of these guys is, you know what I'm saying, they 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 got a little they a little long in the tooth. So, you know, it, it kinda it, it sucks. It sucks from both sides for sure, but obviously the injury to Anthony Davis it, it, that kills it, but uh I I'm kinda in a way like and maybe it's the OKC fan in me, bro, like I I'm kinda a, a, a Russell Stan, but I, you can't you can't defend bad basketball. <laughs> like yeah, no, I'm just, that the, you know, the way he the way it's looking, the way that you know, the way that he's looked at times, bro, it's just kinda like you can't believe that he playing like that. You know, like this is a a former MVP, Mr. Triple Double. Like, you mean to tell me you can't find a way to adjust and like find that niche, find that role for you to to make sure this team is for sure solid and to be the, frankly, to kind of be the guy when like LeBron needs a rest or AD ain't out on the floor and then they can put, they can put the ball in your hands like how you used to have it anyway. But it's like, it's hard for them to do that when you, I mean, blowing dunks, hitting, hitting everything but the rim, shooting shots. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It, it's it's bad for sure uh, for them. Uh, out west for sure. I'm, I'm gonna say another disappointing team too. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Boston Celtics. Um, they just not a good team right now either, bro. I don't, I don't know how else to put it. Uh, I don't know how else to put it with them, bro. It's just they just not a good team right now. I mean, right now, I mean, they sitting in the tenth spot, so they, you know, capable for the play in. But I, I just feel like they should be a way better team than that. Like than just sitting up there fighting for a, a play in spot, like. I don't know what they got going on either, but they 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 need to fix it. Um, same thing for the Knicks. I think that, but the Knicks just really super inconsistent right now. I think that's the reason why they just kind of a disappointment. But I think Boston is more disappointed than it is New York because you would you just you would just think like Tatum with Tatum and Brown like they should be at least with you know with those two they should be like way better than what they should be. But I think they probably is though. I think you got some guys who either don't know their roles for sure or got guys that's trying to play outside of their roles and what they really need to be. And um, that's the issue. And I, and I like the coach, but I think he really is a pretty decent coach. I think he's a player's coach, but I don't know. I think I think it's something internally going on in Boston, bro, for them. They should be way better than what they should be. Like, it's – I mean, it's it's, it's so bad. You, Eli, you talk about fan dude. I, I stay away from Boston Celtics game, bro. I don't even – I don't even touch them. Both do. Oh, I forget all about that. I, yeah, I don't I even, I don't even, I don't even touch them no more, bro. I have seen so many games. Boston would be up twenty points and still thirty points and still somehow, some way, some shape or form, find a way to lose the game. I don't know how they do it, bro. They are worse than the Rivers when it comes to the playoffs. Wow. I got a, I got a question about Boston. I got a question. Yeah. For you. yeah. So. 
I've heard different things, and obviously, um, I'm not just paying attention to the Hawks. Obviously, other other squads and everything. But something interesting that I heard a couple of days ago, um, I can't remember who I heard say it, but someone was saying that they don't think that Jason Tate, uh, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown are a good fit for one another. That they really don't mesh well. Do you think that it's like I heard you say, Sanders? You think it's like some of the role players that really don't understand what their roles are? Or do you think that maybe it might be time to maybe see what happens and maybe separate, maybe keep on Jason Tatum and and, and do some, you know, chip off Jalen Brown or let him test our free agency once his contract is up? Hmm. Well, yeah. It's funny you say that, because I've been preaching trying to blow that team up. Um but it's kind of, it's like pulling um, roof and nail because you you think these young fellas came in year one, two, and they was in the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. So as years progress, you should only get better, which in a sense they have. Um, they're more mature. They know how to play now. They know what to expect. So you would think if not defending for a title, they will still be Eastern Conference, um, like tenders, the favorites to go to the ECF. But it's been downhill since then. So, in my opinion, I've been last year, Sanders know, it's, I've been preaching it's time to blow the team up. People call me crazy, but um, some got to give you change the coach. Well, you really didn't change the coach. You just put them in the front office. Right. But, so, um, you have to figure out where you want to go. Um, the Celtics have to find their identity. Um, it's obviously it's obvious that they want Jason Tatum as the, their star, but it seems like they want to make everybody happy because they have the talent with Jalen Brown, with Marcus Smart, these other guys. But it's like can't have your cake and it too, especially if you want a title or find yourself contending for a title. Now, what I would say, they put Jalen Brown on the market. They have a better chance of getting what they want than that guy over in Philly. And Philly uh, with Ben Simmons. That's so, true. That's true. That's what I would say. I feel like Celtics can put Jalen Brown on the market and ask for four players and are able to get it or put Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart in a way trade position and able to get what they were looking for. Yeah, I well, I think to, to answer your question, Dupree, um, I, I think it's a mix of both just because of, as I mentioned, obviously, I just think it's something it's something internally, bro, that's going on there in Boston. Because it's just the, I mean, because it's just like what you said. Like they, I mean, you know, they they relieve Brad Stevens of being like the head coach, but essentially he's still there, so he ain't never left. Um, and I just think I'm not sure, like exactly, like what they want to do, which is kind of like it's it's uh it, it's very confusing. So I, but I think if um. If they don't, I feel like if they don't reach the playoffs, or if they don't, or if they get stuck right where they are, right where they are, and getting and is in the play in, and they don't make it to end up being like those last two spots to get in or within it, 
I think that they will blow it up, and it's it's, it, it's gonna be sad, but it's just gonna be it's just gonna be the timing for it, because you just think like, man, four or five years ago they was just you know in the Eastern Conference Finals, and these were you know like like Eli said they was young, so you thinking, man, it can work, like they they can they can do this together for another, you know they 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 can do this together for another seven eight years possibly, and you know it it, it can uh. It can uh it, it could it could work it could do something that could be always a contender out there in the east which is why I think everybody keeps trying to give them the benefit of the doubt just because we've seen it do we've seen them do it before but when it ain't working it ain't working i.e. kind of like I, I know we're not really talking about this team but I feel like they're going through the same similar situation and that's Portland like it, it might be time to go ahead and blow it up and, and separate either CJ or, or Dane because you know yeah. it, it hasn't gotten that far there either so. Uh, I mean, I think there's a lot of teams going through some some crossroads right now. They're gonna have to make some decisions, you know, here here lately because it's just like, especially if they teams don't make it or don't make it that far, it's like how much longer can you, you know, have them together? And what makes you think like how much you know much of a window is left for them to to make that jump to being constant contenders, or you need to pick one or the other. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think. Um, if Boston don't really make nothing like shake like they should or like they can um, this year, then I think at that point you you got to blow it up too. You got to blow it up. Somebody got to go, which it's like what Eli's saying. It seems like that they want, they want Tatum to be that guy. So give something for Jalen Brown, which obviously I think we all can agree on. They could get something more than what Philly is trying to get or wanting to get from Ben Simmons' situation, which – that, that's that's a whole other episode in itself, but <laughs> we I, we won't even we won't touch on that. So that's what I think was going on with Boston. But I just think you know I just I just think it's something deeper than just X's and O's on the basketball court. I think it's internally with like the organization, like with everything they want to do, a, a mix of coaching and who's running the team, as far as personnel, and then the players on the court, like far as. Who wants to be? Who's supposed to be this guy, this guy, and this guy? And everybody else is really like kind of in a way trying to do their own thing instead of like being a team. I just think that's where they at with it. Okay, I hear y'all. I just had to ask since we, since we, uh, they were brought up. Like I, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. At one point, I was kind of thinking about like the Clippers, but I know the fact that they don't have Ky- uh, I'm gonna say Kyrie. They don't have Kawhi out there. Um, yeah, I know Denver's been up and down, but they don't have Jamal Murray yet. So it's just kind of like I don't know. So I think sometimes you can kind of give them a little, give them a little benefit slight, of the doubt, slight pass, a little benefit of the doubt. But yeah, you know, other than that, I think everybody else is just kind of like. Yeah. Puzzle. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Um, but speaking of uh puzzling and and everything that's going on, obviously, you know, the uh All Star break is coming up here soon. Um All Star twenty twenty two is gonna be in I think is it is it Cleveland? Yeah. Cleveland. In Cleveland. So um that's I mean Definitely can't wait to see what's, what's going to happen with that. But um, obviously, they've they've gone through. I think is it the first or the second um, rounds of uh, all star voting? 
Yeah. Uh, I think the I'm most recent to... one was the second one. Yeah, I'm trying to remember um, who was uh, who were the vote leaders for uh, both conferences. I be- I want to say Steph was one. I know Steph was one. I believe. Correct. Steph and KD, I believe. Steph and KD. I'm looking at the second. Oh, fan returns. Look. Steph with four million, well four point four million, and then Kevin Durant with four million. I mean, but then I think there's, I think that was somewhere where um, some some players has been getting like a lot more uh, votes than. <laughs> Then probably what they should, but obviously you know the thing you know the thing about the All Star voting, especially that naming the starters, you know it's a fan vote. So mm. I know certain people have made certain comments, like uh, you know I know like uh, Stan Van Gundy has made certain comments about how there's certain players is being voted over certain other players who you know players who are actually having really good seasons, but obviously how the fan voting goes and their in returns is going, they just not as high. Um, as others, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I how like how do y'all feel about how do y'all feel about with with the All Star voting, like where it is now and the the approach of which I feel like it's a just like a I feel like it's almost like a yearly conversation that that you have that we have or whatever. But I mean, I think it's I think it's a a pretty healthy debate to to put out there just because. We we end up seeing every year somebody ends up getting snubbed, and then some you know some get snubbed as a starter, which throws off the reserves. Because then when the reserves come, somebody ends up getting snubbed completely for even making the All Star team. And so like I mean I guess like how how do y'all feel about just the way that the All Star voting goes, and is there any changes I guess need to be made, or it's just that it, it is what it is. Go ahead, Dupree. I mean, I've always kind of felt indifferent about the fan voting. I've always felt like it shouldn't be left up to a fan vote um, because of the reason that you said, Sanders, because it does become a popularity contest and players that actually should (laughs) make the make the all-star team um, regardless of, you know, starting and everything is that that's, that's another debate. Um, and we'll see that once all those, you know, was when that come out, but um, there are definitely been times where I'm like, okay, there is no way this guy is an all-star and this guy isn't. And it's because of fan voting. A lot of guys, they'll get votes just because of popularity fans like them or, you, you know, they see him here. They see him there. All you know, all over the place. And say, oh yeah, I like him. So I'm gonna vote for him. And he hasn't. He might be having a decent season, but not the season that someone else would be having. So, um, I wish that the players had more input. Um, I'll say that I wish the players had more input on who 
makes the all-star teams because those are the guys that play against, you know, that are playing every night, playing against those guys. So that's kind of my take on it. It's tough because, like, words speak for itself. An all-star game. So you want to see all-stars. You know what I'm saying? You want to see the best, the best. And besides doing championship, you know, and besides a couple of regular season games, you want to see, like, all the best players go against each other. You know, it's like the 75th anniversary team is like, if you think one person belong on it, who do you take off? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, 15 players on both sides of the uh, field. That's who the All-Star get. You can say that it's, what, starting lineup of superstars for each side. So then after that, you have the star players, like real deal stars who real deal can make an impact. You know what I'm saying? Then for both sides. Now, and then you start fiddling in your reserve or whatever. So it's like pulling teeth and nails again because I would, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't mind seeing maybe, you know, how you have March Madness, you have the NIT. But I know players too much pride that they won't, you know what I'm saying, accept that. So like a second all NBA or whatever um, game playing for like people who got snub or felt they were snub in a sense. And I wouldn't mind seeing that, but I feel like probably be the best solution because no. Even if you say, well, I believe such and such belong on the All Star team, well, who you who would you replace him for? Yeah, it's I mean it's 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 tough overall just because essentially technically All Star Weekend, you know, the All Star game, everything that happens, the the festivities and everything that's lined up, at the end of the day, essentially it is for the fans. So it's kinda like you can kinda see where the fan voting has to be involved, I guess, in a way, because it's just, you know, all of that is there for the fans. But I, I kind of see like where uh like where uh Stan Van Gundy is, is coming from. Like like no disrespect. But there's no way that like Clay Thompson should be getting votes ahead of Devin Booker, you know <laughs> Donovan Mitchell. You know what I'm saying? Like guys who've been hooping, you know what I'm saying, who've been playing all season, you know, Clay ain't ain't played ain't but but uh, I don't know how many games he done played now, but you know what I'm saying? It's like really like Clay Thompson is a is is ahead in votes for for in front of Devin Booker. Then you got like Kyrie Irving, Derrick Rose in front of like Fred Fred Van Fleet. Like Fred Van Fleet averaging almost twenty two, and we talking about Kyrie who right now is a part time player, and then Derrick Rose is what coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. And you and you got you got you got a guy that's coming off the bench and a part time player that's got more votes. Then the leading scorer on his team. <laughs> Come on now. Which, which you know man. what I'm saying, you know, which is kind of like, that's what I'm saying, it, it kind of throws everything off. And then you get, you obviously you get those starters. And then now, I mean, granted, they not like so, it's not like the, the, the dudes that we name and are like 
uh, it's not like they're not in the top like three spots. Like on on the guard list, Clay Thompson's at four and Devin Booker's at five. So obviously, so when the starters get named, if, if Devin Booker don't end up being the starter, it is what it is. He'll probably still make the All Star team just because obviously Phoenix having the best record, um, and he's he'll be a part of the reason why um, he's there for that or whatever. But who who's to say that Fred uh, Van Fleet will end up being a reserve when it comes time, you know, for that for the East reserves to get to to get there? Because obviously, you know, he wouldn't he wouldn't be a starter um, for 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 you know for what it's worth. But I I can kind of see where Stan Van Gundy is coming from on that. It's kind of like we sitting up here got guys who ain't even playing or don't even get uh, the notable minutes or anything like that, and you got guys who out here, you know, busting their butt, starting, playing, and 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 still getting their numbers behind that. Which that's that's coming from the fan vote. So it's just, I don't know. I I, I don't know. Um, I see our point of view as far as that, but you know what I'm saying. It's about the names who we want to see. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. About it. it's the All Star game, you know what I'm saying? Now, as far as like D book, I would like to see D book, you know what I'm saying? But when it's talking about playing, you want to see Kyrie or uh, Chris Middleton, or you know, like you said, Fred Van Fleet. Who do you want to see more? Who's gonna uh, sell yeah. more? Tickets? Who's gonna sell most tickets? Who's gonna get jersey sale? Who's gonna what name will give you more? TV reviews, you know what I'm saying? Although it's not right, but you gotta take, I guess, take that thing, those things into consideration, which is why the uh, fan vote is so highly regarded. So. I guess so, man. I guess I, I, I feel it. But if if y'all could, uh, who would be y'all all star starters right now? Uh, for the West, yeah. Um, for the West, mm, I have to go Delph and Jaw in the backcourt. Uh, then LeBron, Jokic, and Cat. And he not even an no, All Star voting like that. Yeah, he eight right now in like, second in the, yeah. in the second return. He is eight. That's that. That's wild. Which is crazy. Like I put that's Cat. Over, I put Cat over AD. Facts, facts. No, definitely. Uh, yeah, so that's who I would like to uh, see. Okay. And then the East. Hold on, let me look. Let me look. Fast forward, cause you're seeing it. Yeah. And then the East side in the backcourt, I had to go the Rosen. Ooh, that's tough. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna have to go the Rosen and uh. Roseman straight. Now I can't go to Rosen. He got it. He can't start. I ain't even going to be out. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. That's tough, though. I, I know. That's I know. tough. The East is really tough, though. The East is really tough. I'm going to start with the front court. In the front court, I got to go Giannis, KD, and Embiid. Yeah. Yeah, you know that. Yeah. That's easy. Okay. So the back court, I, I sleep want to see LaMelo. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I know he ain't going to start. So. I'm saying off the strength of who will start, I see DeRozan and James Harden. But 
Um, if I had to take one out, um, yeah, six man, it would have to be Lamelo over DeRozan. Mm, okay. By the way, Lamelo just had a triple double tonight too. Okay. Uh, I go west in the west front court. I would have, I would have LeBron, Jokic, and I would have Paul George. Um, that's what I would have in the front court. Paul George considered a front court player. Um, I would, I do agree with you. I would definitely would have Cat. I mean, the once again is popularity. I definitely would have Cat over Anthony Davis, but there's neither here nor there. And then. My two guards would be Steph and Ja. Um, and then in the East, also the front court would be KD, Giannis, and and B. And then the back court, I would have DeMar and Trey Young as the starters. I would start DeMar. Um, DeMar's been balling this season, man. <laughs> I don't know how he wouldn't. I don't know how you – he's got to be a starter. He's got to be – in my opinion, he's got to be a starter. So I would have DeMar and Trey Young. Uh, yeah. For me, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go East. Yeah, the uh, front court obviously is gonna be KD, Giannis, Embiid. That's that's easy. Um, for the guards, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm right there with you, Dupree. I'm gonna go Demar, DeRozan, and Trey Young. I mean, man, if Trey Young could be a starter for in an All Star game when Atlanta was completely some shit. <laughs> <laughs> he he man he. He might as well be a starter again, where at least they are on the fringe of knowing we know how capable they really, how good they can really be. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he might. I mean, he might as well. Uh, in in the West, Steph, uh, Stephen Ja for sure. Um, Got to be the starting guards. Um, and then obviously LeBron, Jokic, uh, and I'm I'm gonna go Cat. I was kind of I was stuck between Cat or either Wiggins because Wiggins really is having a solid season for sure. Yes, for sure, he's really having a really solid season, which I think he'll make the All Star team. But I don't, I don't, he won't be a starter. But I think he'll make the All Star team. Uh, but I, I shit, Cat, yeah, Cat, Cat hooping too. So um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go with that. They'll they'll be my starters there for sure. Which that's gonna lead to. Like we always say every year, that's going to lead to somebody who's like, dang, maybe they should have been a starter and they don't make it. And then you hopefully they make a reserve. And then it's like some guys you think who should probably could end up being a reserve, but not going to make it. You know, somebody going to get snubbed. It's it's, it's going to happen. It happens every year. Um, But we'll see. It, it is. It, it, it is what it is with that. All right. Um. Last topic here in the NBA, and then we gonna we'll head over to the to the league. So we're gonna finish up with the association with this. So let's go. Uh, playoffs or panic. So I'm a name. I'm a name a team. Uh, from either conference. Y'all let me know. Bonafide. They they playoffs. They gonna make it in. Um, or they might be in the play in, or they need to be panicking because they ain't gonna make it. Uh, let's do it. Let's go Charlotte, Charlotte Hornets. I say play-ins. Uh, yeah, I think they'll be in the play-in. I'm going to say play-in. Is the so play-in the still uh, 7, 8, 9, 10? Yeah, 7 through 10 is yeah. the play-in. Yeah, they in the play-ins. Yeah, yeah, I'll say play-off. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with that one, too. Mm. 
Clippers, LA Clippers. What is the timetable on George? Uh, how much longer he got? Mm. I, forgot he's, I forgot he's hurt. I yeah. changed my five. Uh, I'm going to say panic. I hit the panic button. Yeah, they say the eight right now, but yeah, because when you get you got D'Angelo Russell and, and um, they look healthy. Uh, I mean Reggie Jackson is doing what he can, but do you really have yeah. faith in Reggie Jackson? Yeah, so they definitely in a panic mode. I disagree with y'all. I, I think I think I think they are playing. I don't think they got a panic yet. Just because uh, Portland got issues. I mean, Minnesota's still kind of young. Do you trust? I mean, do you trust Sacramento or maybe maybe the Spurs? Do you trust any one of them to make that jump to where they get into the play in? I don't. I just, I just look at them too. I just look. West is. I don't. The West is slick weak this year. Yeah, I, I mean, and I, at one at some point they gonna get PG back. They, I'm, I would assume that Kawhi's gonna come back. Yeah, I take that back. I think they play in. I, I think they play in. I don't think they got a panic yet. I don't think. Honestly, uh, which is, I mean, they still they still the Clippers though. But um, I, I would trust them more than the Lakers right now. They're fully healthy. To to make a to make a uh to get in the playoffs, I would okay. Okay. right now. I mean right yeah. now, but I, I I only only reason why I want to go panic with them is just because anybody but below them. I mean, do you really trust them to just go ahead and make that jump? Like, you, can Sacramento really make that jump? I don't know. I mean, Spurs maybe just because you know pop there. I, I never I never count out pop. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think I think they still there. Um, all right. Oh, right, we talked about it earlier. Uh, Cleveland. Yeah. Talk about Playoffs. Cleveland. Playoffs. Cleveland is in the playoffs. I'm I'm gonna go playoffs too. It's, I, I think they I think they'll hang on. I don't think they'll they'll fall off or anything like that. I'm I'm gonna say playoffs. Um. Uh, bruh. I don't know, man. I just, uh, I got a weird feeling about them. I'm gonna go playoffs, mm. but they might be in it. They might end up in the play-in situation. I think they might end up in a play-in situation. Who you thinking? Ju- who who you thinking? Jump them. I think Charlotte will get it together. Uh. I think that we talked about. I mean, the Cleveland is. What one and a half games uh, ahead of Charlotte? They're mm-hmm. not that far ahead of Boston. They're not that far ahead of uh, the Knicks. Um, I think those are some teams that could, if they catch their stride, could could catch them. So I'm gonna say playoffs, but I think it's I think it'll be a play in situation. Uh, last one, LA Lakers. Panic. No. Yeah, it's time to. I think it's, they. Uh, but, if I say panic know, on the yeah. Clippers, it's panic on the Lakers too. And but with LeBron, I wouldn't count 
LeBron now. I think he do find a way because they seen that five hundred. And mm-hmm. the only who who they really have to worry about that really can you know catch them. Yes. No, yes. because if they if the Clippers, if you saying these people can't catch the Clippers, I know they can't catch the Lakers. Yeah, and I so I, I think, think they safe. Yeah, and I think I mean to cut you off. You're my bad, but. Yeah, I think if they if the Lakers are in a playing situation, you saw what happened last year. I mean, I thought I thought the Warriors had them dead the rights last year, and and uh, LeBron came down and hit that three and end up sealing the game. So if they end up in a playing situation, LeBron is going to get them in the playoffs. So um, I say panic because just this is not how they you know this is not how they normally rock and roll. Um, but I, if they end up in the play-in, I think they'll be fine. Or for this topic, playoffs, before they standards, is panic. Because you, you thought they might have been a little bit better than this. So I I think that's what it is. Because, I mean, like I said, we, like you like you said, Eli, we're going to say that nobody can catch the Clippers. I'm right there with who, who really, who's going to catch the Lakers? Like, no way they shouldn't. No way they shouldn't slip out like that, you know. It's, but it ain't, it ain't, it ain't really like the the playing that you really worry about them. It's once they get to that next round, and obviously where they at, they ended up facing either Phoenix or Golden State. You know, can they really keep up with them in the seven game series? That's when you like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> So um, for for the for the, the topic in hand playoffs, but for their standards, it's for sure a panic because you just I mean you thought that they'd be a, a better team than this for sure, but right now they just they are what they are. But the record says they five hundred, so they they average. You know, it it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, obviously we're gonna have more NBA talks as as the season. Uh, Rose Long after All Star break and everything, uh, but we are gonna head over and shift over to the to the league now to the NFL. Um, playoffs got underway last week. Uh, man, Super Wild Card weekend was um it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, some some close game, a couple close games, a couple blowouts. Um, a lot of controversy. <laughs> Uh, what what games? Uh, what game or games stood out to y'all the most from Super Wild Card Weekend? I would say, oh, actually, Eli. Yeah. What game stood out? Um, I'll be honest. Every game was uh, pretty much one sided. Um, we only had like one really close game, and that was the Cowboys and Forty Niners and. The game wasn't really nothing special to me. Um, so I would say a game that was surprising was Cardinals and Rams. Um, I didn't expect the Cardinals to um go like the way they did. Like they got beat on both sides of the ball for the whole game, the whole thirty plus minutes, including halftime. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but they was getting beat halftime. That's how bad it was. Um, and it wasn't how 
get it. You don't have your star uh, receiver uh, in D Hop, but you managed to get this far without him. And it wasn't a play style that the we seen the Cardinals play all season. And you can't say they were shook under pressure because you played this team twice already. So I would say like that game stood out out of because it was very shocking to see the way that it the way they went down. Like out of all the games, you 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 had a although you can't guarantee nothing, but you had a feeling of okay, we know who gonna win this game. We know who gonna win this game. We know who gonna win this game. But with this game, you know the spread was only three points. So it's really everybody thought or. Even Vegas thought that it was going to come down to a game-winning field goal or some of that source. So for it to go down the way it went down, it was very shocking. So that's why I felt like that game stood out to me the most. The game that stood out to me, man, was the Bills-Patriots. Kansas City needs to be on high alert. The way... The Bills dominated New England on on a Saturday. I, that was the last thing I was like. That's the last thing I thought was going to happen. The Bills scored on every possession. Every time the Buffalo Bills had the football, they scored. The only times they did not score was at the end of the first half. It was one second left on the clock. And at the end of the game, because they took a knee. Outside of that, every time they had the ball, they scored touchdowns. They didn't even attempt a field goal. Buffalo, I, I didn't realize that Buffalo had the top-rated defense in the league. They're number one in defense and they're top five in offense. And if you have a defense, especially the number one defense in the league, that travels, and now you're going to play Kansas City, and I was te- oh, yeah, and I was telling everybody before before the Patriots game that New England was not going to win that game, going in there and throwing the ball three times like they did earlier in the year. That wasn't going to happen. The weather was going to be somewhat similar. It was you know real cold out there and everything, but that you weren't going to win that game doing what they did earlier in the season. So knowing that Mac Jones was going to have to go in there and throw the football and knowing that the Bills knowing that the last time the Patriots just rocked up and ran the ball, what they did to them defensively and offensively, that's the first time I've seen Bill Belichick not have an answer for anything. Offensively, defensively, there was no answer. They, could, they, they couldn't figure out how to stop the Bills on offense. And they couldn't figure out what to do on offense against that Bills defense. So that was the game that really, I think, the Bills put a lot of people on notice. Put a lot of people on notice this past weekend. Um, I think they are for real. I think the Bills are for real. Mm. For me, uh, it was... um... The game that stood out to me was the was actually the first game, the Bengals and uh, the Raiders. Um, 
it's, it's just, I mean, it was just funny. I didn't realize. Uh, I didn't realize how long that uh, that playoff uh, drought, as far as winning, was for Cincinnati. Like I knew it had been a minute, but I didn't know it had been thirty-one years, bro. That's that's. But hey, you know, uh, so far it seems like twenty twenty-two is the year where you can you can end some droughts here. Um. It's it's happening in college football and they they end up doing it the the Bengals yeah. end up doing it. Uh, I think what surprised me though was really just how well uh, how well how well Joe Burrow played. Which I'm not surprised he played well, but uh, the offensive line kept him upright because I was I was kind of leaning more towards on the, the Raiders winning because I just thought that even though like you know Burrow has had a heck of a season and. Uh, Jamar Chase has had a heck of a season, and offensively, you know, the weapons that they got is good. He still got hit a lot. He still got sacked a lot, um, which I always thought was an Achilles heel for uh, for the Bengals, which is why, you, you know, Dupree, me and you, we we just, we we understood they we understood the Jamar Chase pick, but then we was also confused on, like, mm-hmm. man, your star quarterback got toe up the year before that, which is why his knee got shredded, because it was just like, man, yeah, the offensive line was terrible. Um, and you know, I guess in, in a way they still made us kind of eat our words, but the offensive line still was kind of not like the best what it could be. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, bro, Max, I'm thinking Max Crosby's gonna have a field day. You know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Max Crosby's gonna have a field day, and then you know the the Raiders would be balanced offensive wise. But the thing, obviously, the thing with that one was uh, what made the difference in that game was the Bengals finished drives with touchdowns, and the Raiders finished with field goals. Um, they never could. They never could really get in the end zone. Besides, what, what once I think the the pass is Zay Jones. I like think only got one touchdown out of that. The rest was field goals. Yeah, that's 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 not gonna do it in the playoffs. You know, you got to finish drives, bro. Touchdowns gotta 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 get you in there, which was what almost cost uh, the 49ers in that in that Cowboys game because for a minute they were just getting field goals, but. Luckily, um, Mike McCarthy doesn't know how to manage time, right? Um, and the 49ers <laughs> got that one done. But that that game is neither here nor there. But for me, it was definitely the Raiders and the Bengals just because I thought, uh, you know, maybe that pass rush would get to get to Burrow and the offensive line wouldn't hold up. And you maybe because I'm thinking about the Bengals of old. I'm thinking about the times where Carson Palmer was there and Chad Johnson was there and they host a playoff game and don't pull through. And then the Andy Dalton, AJ Green years, they host a playoff game and don't pull through, or they, they give it up last second and then they lose again. So maybe I'm thinking it was the Bengals of old, but obviously these is not uh, the same Bengals that we're right now accustomed accustomed to seeing. So I think that that was the most surprising game to me, just how well the offensive line held up um, for Joe Burrow to to continue to do what he do to have to have a, a pretty good game. And obviously that controversial. Inadvertent whistle, which led to the touchdown, and that was. Have y'all ever seen anything that strange before happen in a game, bro? I, I mean, I know there's some strange things that happened in the game, but that was that had a lot of confusion in it for sure on all sides. Yeah, I've never seen. I've never seen anything like that. Like watching it live, I thought it was a touchdown all the way through and through. I mean, I saw him jump, and I just, I just figured he was still in the air. But um, you're standing there as an official, 
you should be able to see that he's airborne and that he's not out of bounds. And so whoever blew the whistle, yeah, that was do I I mean I I still think they probably end up scoring on that drive, but that definitely well that was that third that might have been third, I can't remember. I still think they might have ended up, you know, scoring. But yeah, that's that's definitely that was definitely weird. Just how that you know, how that played out. Let's see. So what we are got the division around now coming up this weekend. Um and I believe I want to say three out of the four matchups are all rematches uh, from matchups this season. Obviously, Saturday night, uh, Saturday, you got the Bengals and the Titans. Uh, and then you got the 49ers and the Packers. And then on Sunday, you got the Rams and the Bucks. And then we got the Bills and the Chiefs. Uh, man, I would ask which matchup y'all looking forward to. But honestly, I couldn't even, I can't even give y'all answers to that. I, I, I can't wait to see all four of them. I think they all going to be interesting to watch. Um, honestly, I, we feel the same way? Or is it, is it really one in particular you just like, I like this more than the others. I like all of them. That's what I'm saying. I t- <laughs> if you made me, if you made, made me pick a game where it kind of intrigues me the most, I guess I think it's Cincinnati and Tennessee. Um, I just want to see what I'm. I'm really interested to see what with uh, Cincinnati does in these playoffs um, and against that, you know, against Tennessee and that defense what Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase and those guys are going to be able to do if you made me pick, but all of them, I'm, I'm sitting down and watching all of them. <laughs> I'm sitting down and watching all of them. No doubt. I feel the same way. Um, it's crazy because a, a lot of these matchups are Predictable matchups like one, they some of these teams played against each other before, and two, we knew that ninety was a ninety five percent chance that some of these teams was gonna meet each other again in a playoff. So just like from both sides, like this, I can say if teams go the way they supposed to go, because as we seen, like. Teams can get blown out there, you know. So, like, hopefully it's a good football. If all games are good football, good refing on both ends. <laughs> man, man. To make you, you want to watch a game. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we talk about the Raiders and um, Bengals, uh, Raiders and Bengals game, Raiders gave up uh, over 100 yards. It's practically a touchdown. Refs, we're gonna say the refs game uh over a hundred yards, that's practically a touchdown. They basically all went field to field off penalties. So we have good refing, you know, good coaching, good plays on both sides, you know. Um, I'm very excited to see our games. The games that the game that stand out to me will be um Rams and Temple Bay. Um uh, you know I won't be surprised if um, Rams win, but I don't think Brady let them come twice. <laughs> you know, you can't count out Tom Brady. No. Uh, so, but then after the performance Buffalo 
put on and then the performance Kansas City had, that's going to be scary to watch them clash. If they both have the same performance together. (laughs) Oh, my God. Imagine how many points. Oh, my God. And then think about this, Eli. You know the Bills want you know the Bills want Kansas City after losing to them last year. Yeah. Um, I can I think it was it might have been in the uh in the group. Someone sent the picture. Um NFL posted it. It's like and they meet again. It was just a picture of Stefan Diggs standing there watching uh, from last year, watching the celebration, uh watching Kansas City celebrate, you know, going to uh going to the Super Bowl. So you know the Bills want all the smoke. <laughs> you know the Bills are locked and loaded, waiting. You know they're ready for this. So I agree with you. Yeah, if they put on performances like they did uh, this past weekend, that game is going to be insane. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be wild. Oh, all right, y'all. Let's pick them. <laughs> uh, Bengals Titans. Who y'all got? Yo, I'll let you go first, man. I'm a- <laughs> then you gonna defer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna defer this one. Uh, maybe it's Eli. on me. It's on me. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we want who, you to go who first. Who we got? Bengals uh, or Bing, Titans? Bengals Titans. Yeah, yeah Bengals Titans. Oh, the Titans I, are I, three point three and a half point uh, favorite. I, I can't, man. It's AFC North over everybody. I got the Bengals. Oh, Eli. <laughs> Hey, okay, Eli. Okay. Uh, you know what? I, I'm going to have to roll with Eli, man. I'm going to go with the Ooh. upset. I'm going to take the Bengals. I, I, the, I was telling this to one of my, one, one of my coworkers, man. The, and I, at first I said there isn't, there really isn't a number one seed in the AFC. And that was the wrong way. What I was trying to say was there's really not a favorite in the AFC. Like in the NFC, at least in my opinion, there's a clear cut favorite in Green Bay. In the AFC, it was kind of a toss up because you have the Titans who were the number one seed. You have the Bills, who we know who the Bills are. We have the Chiefs, who we, and we know who the Chiefs are. And you have all these other teams, you know, Cincinnati was on the come up and everything as well. Um, and Sam, it just kind of goes back to what we talked about on uh, on the last podcast. What, you know, this this in this year's playoffs, what was going to matter more, seeding or the matchups? Um, I think that the Titans having that extra week off to get Derrick Henry, you know, get him a little bit. Uh, get him back in practice, get him running around a little bit more, kind of help get him in a little bit more shape. That'll help. The stigma of having Derrick Henry out there is going to help. I don't expect him to go out there and carry the ball 30 times. I just, that, that's that's not going to happen. Um, they still have been able to run the ball, but I think uh, Cincinnati is one of the hotter teams um, in the league. It's been right now, they've just been on the road. No one has really been able to to uh to stop them, the biggest thing is obviously going to be can they keep can they keep 
Joe Burrow upright, and then they have to score touchdowns. They can't kick field goals. They have to score touchdowns. But I'm gonna roll with the upset, man. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Cincinnati. I'm gonna pick Cincinnati as well. Uh, dang. Okay. Um. My one concern for the my one concern for the Titans for sure is um. Who in the hell is gonna guard Jamar Chase? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't really. I don't trust any of their corners like that. I don't know, but if they can, if they can get a, which is what I, what I, the the bad thing that we talked about with with Cincinnati, if if the Titans can get a pass rush, and I mean a real good pass rush, I and mean, we've seen them have a real good one at time time to time throughout the year. Um, getting to the quarterback. If they can have a really good pass rush, I think that that can bode well for them um, just to help them out on the back end so that way Jamar can get off. Um, and then whether, I mean, whether they have Derrick Henry out there or not, I still think they'll find a way to get balanced. Um, I know the last time the Titans had a one seed, it didn't bode well for them. You know, they were one and done. Uh, I don't think I don't think that happens. I think they do. I think they got just enough this week to get by Cincinnati. I, it's close, which is just like you said, I think the spread was at three, three and a half. So you can see why it's so close because I mean the these are two pretty good teams. But I, I'm gonna go with the Titans. I think they pull it out at home. I, I don't think they go out. I don't think they go out like that. I, I'm gonna go with the Titans, bro. I think I think they pull it out, bro. Um uh it may come down. It may come down to maybe some coaching adjustments, and if it comes down to that, uh, I'm gonna take Mike Vrabel over over Zach Taylor. Uh, I mean, I'm not the biggest Ryan Tannehill fan, but I, I think Vrabel can put them in the positions to where if adjustments need to be made and they can figure it out um, on the fly or after you know after halftime or anything like that. I think it's possible. Uh, Ryan Tannehill got to take care of the ball too, though, because uh, the Bengals' defense is very opportunistic for sure. Um, but I think they're gonna make sure that they try to stay balanced, stay ahead of the uh, chains. Um, if it is third down, I make sure it's third and manageable to where Ryan Tannehill can't make that one mistake. Because if he does, then they in trouble. Um, but I'm going with the Titans. It's not super confident though, but I'm gonna go with the Titans. So I'll, I'll be long with for that. I, I ain't I ain't tripping. Yeah. I, I, I'm picking them to be different, man. You know how that is. All these tight things. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, hey, if they lose right Nashville, it's going to be so sad. Oh, God. Lord have mercy. Oh, God. Don't even want to I'm going to just mute all these group messages. Man. Uh, all right, next on here, uh, we got 49ers Packers. Uh, I think it was a rematch of week three uh, in the regular season. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, what, like 40-something? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Went stupid. Game, 37 seconds left and got them the game in the field goal. Obviously, that was in, uh, I think, that was in San Francisco. Oh, you are you already picking? No, no, no. I'm saying 49ers. Watch the clock, please. <laughs> oh, watch yeah. the clock. If you have the lead, watch the clock. <laughs> For sure, I, I think um I I'll go first. I think it's I 
similar to happening with I think it's gonna be real close. Um because the Forty the 49ers is a very tough team, bro. Like man. I know like I know the, I know the I know the thing that bothers them or what uh what makes people not what makes people not really trust them hundred percent obviously is is probably Jimmy G, but I mean you just gotta think, bro. This this team is two years removed from from the Super Bowl, from being in the Super Bowl, so I, I think it's a it's a pretty solid team. They gonna and they gonna play Green Bay tough, but you want Jimmy G or you want Aaron Rodgers? Uh, hey, I'll take A Rod. I'm gonna go with the Packers. Yeah. yeah, I'm rolling with I'm rolling with the Packers too. Um, like Elijah said, discount double check. Um, you know, last episode we were saying that the 49ers are definitely a team that. Um, I would not want to play in the playoffs because of one, they, you know, they were hot and the, their style and the way they play, you know, the defense and their run game that travels. Um, but I'm going to take, <laughs> I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers and Lambeau. I mean, it, it doesn't matter what the weather is. He, he just, he just throw the ball at Devontae Adams all day. It's like nobody can do anything about do, do anything about it. Throw back shoulder phase, over top phase, slants, all that type of stuff. So um I'm picking the Packers too. I think it definitely I, I believe the Packers are favored by six. Um I can see it being uh, I can see it being closer than than that. I can see it being closer than six, even though, you know, six is still close. Yeah, I can still see it being a little closer than that. I might take San Francisco on them points there. Fan yeah, so. I might make an appointment with y'all tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to go with the Packers. You got Eli? Oh, you are, did you already pick? Did I miss it? Yeah, I went discount double check. Tight. You in here like Dupree said, discount double check. <laughs> That's it, real simple and easy. For sure. Man, okay. Uh then Sunday's matchups. We got Rams, Buccaneers. Who y'all got in that one? Like I said, I can't bet against Brady and I don't think they beat Brady quite. I'm not I won't be surprised if they win, but I want to see the repeat of A-Rod and um, Brady. Okay. So that's why I'm going for years. Okay. I like that. I do. I I definitely would like to see that again. Um, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady one more time for um, a chance to go to the Super Bowl. But I'm going to pick the Rams. And I'm going to pick the Rams because – Tom Brady got sacked how many times? Was it five? I believe it was five. I believe it was five times against the Eagles. And they have um, Big Fletcher Cox. But outside of that, really aren't, you know, too many names um, to be known on that defensive line for the Eagles. The Rams have Von Miller, Aaron Donald, and um, Leonard Floyd. 
all coming after Tom Brady <laughs> this coming Sunday. Um, I don't think that bowls well at all. Now, they'll definitely have stuff ready. You know, they'll try to get the ball out quick, whether it be, you know, quick game uh, with your passing attack, getting the ball out to your backs, things of that nature, being able to try to run the football to subdue that, that pass. Uh, that that pass rush, but if if the Rams can get to to Tom Brady like the Eagles did, it's going to be a long day. It'll be a long day. And Sanders, I kind of I kind of see it the same way you do, where you saw Brian Tannehill in that Cincinnati game. Matt Stafford played a a good game um, this past Monday, but once again, he has. He has shown and has been prone to throwing interceptions at bad times. So does he, you know, does he make a throw? Does he make a bad decision in the crucial point in the game that cost the Rams? Um, I think that the defense will step up. I think the defense will make some plays, um, get back there to Brady. Um, I think they held Matt Stafford out, obviously, with Cooper Cup, uh, Odell. Odell looked great the other day along with Van Jefferson. Cam Akers came back and he looked like he's ready to rock and roll. Um he looked he looked like he never got hurt. So um I think those guys help out match stuff right then the Rams get it done. I want the Rams to win, but I'm with Eli. I just can't I can't bet against Tom Brady on him losing twice to the same to the same team. Uh, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Bucks, but if the Rams win, I'll be happy with it. Honestly, I mean, here, because here's my here's my like hierarchy of like happiness when it ain't <laughs> when it ain't my team. Okay. Uh, any anytime any even though it don't hit the even though it don't hit the same anytime the Patriots lose is good. <laughs> Um, when Tom Brady loses, good, and when the Saints lose, is good. There you go. All right, Saints ain't <laughs> make the playoffs, so happy number one hit before the playoffs even started. Happy number two happened this last week with the Patriots losing. If the Rams can get Tom Brady up out of there before the NFC Championship, I don't. I don't give a damn who in the Super Bowl. I don't be happy for him. <laughs> It's just not, it's just not Tom Bowl. Brady. It's just it's not, not Tom, Tom Brady. Brady again. It's not Tom Brady, bro. Like, <laughs> and that may be, I may sound like I may sound like a hater for saying that, but I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't care, it. bro. But but I just feel like it's hard to go. It's hard to bet against him like that, bro. It's just I don't know, bro. That that man ain't human, bro. I, so I'm gonna go with the Bucks, but I, I want the Rams to win. But I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Okay. And then, obviously, probably probably the the matchup of the the weekend that everybody just can't wait to look forward to. Which I think it's the reason why they put it in prime time for sure because they they knew. Uh, man, Bills and the Chiefs. Uh, I think this is another week. Was this a week three, week four rematch? I don't. I know this one. I know this is one of the other games that was a rematch in. Uh, Buffalo handed 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 it to Kansas City pretty good up there in Arrowhead. It's in Arrowhead again, um, but I don't know. This looked like a different 
just look like a different Chiefs team now compared to to back then. But I mean, man, y'all said that Buffalo looks buff. If Buffalo looked like how they did last week, oh man, I don't know. Um, who y'all got in this one? Eli, go ahead. Yeah, I really got. I got the Chiefs. Plain and simple. I got Pat Mahomes. Uh, Bills are scared of that man. The Bills always play good. This is the, the Bills. We know the Bills. We know their potential. But soon when they play the Chiefs, it seems like all they just go out the window. It's like Mahomes just got their numbers. And we've seen it time and time again. Like, just got their numbers. And I think, like, I do want to see a good game, a good firepower game on both sides. Like, that's what I'm expecting. But I would be highly mad but not surprised if Josh Allen don't throw no TDs. Because he known for having – he has some games like that. He'll come out before TDs. Next game, no TDs, two interceptions. So, I got the Chiefs. I had to give a score. And the Chiefs, 35-17. Say the score one more time. I'm sorry. 35-17. Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, um... I'm gonna go with the Bills, man. Ooh, I'm gonna go with the Bills. The switch. Yeah, I think that. I think one. I think this would be the best game of the weekend. Um, I think that Kansas City and Buffalo were the two teams that looked the best from Wild Card Weekend. They were the two teams that looked the absolute best at everybody that played. Um, but, and I hear what you're saying, Eli, about, you know, the Bills kind of being, you know, scared of Patrick Mahomes and everything like that. But they went into they went into Arrowhead early this year and got the W. Now, the Chiefs would definitely see that, remember that, and will use that as fuel. But I think that the Bills, once again, I just think they put everybody on, on, on notice this past weekend. I think they knew that if they win, they could have another shot at Kansas City um, to knock them off in the playoffs this year after what happened last year in the playoffs. Um, That defense, I mean, the way the defense looked, obviously this is a a different beast. This is a different animal with with Pat Mahomes and all those weapons. And uh, Jerry McKinnon, he's definitely helped that offense a lot with them being able to run the football um, with all their injuries, you know, Williams and uh, it was Alaire being out, but I'm I'm gonna roll with the Bills. I think the Bills find a way to get it done in Arrowhead. I'm gonna roll with the Bills. I don't, bro, I don't know, but this this is a tough one to choose, bro. Uh, I'm a. I'm gonna take the Chiefs. 
And I'm going to take the Chiefs just really solely off of this. I don't know if Pat Mahomes can lose a playoff game at home. Because he hadn't, I don't think he's have. I don't think he's ever had a playoff game on the road yet. The time that he's been in the playoffs, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Now that you, yeah, now that you say that, I don't think he has. I think all his playoff games have been at, I think I all his always playoff. been number one seed. Yeah, they've been a number. They've they've been a number one or a number two seed every time he's been in the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, he hasn't had a road playoff game. So I mean, I've he's so comfortable at being at home. I don't, you know, I don't think it's gonna, you know, I don't think it's gonna bother him uh, that much. I, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs just mainly with that. I don't, I don't want to say what Eli said that the Bills are scared of him because I, I don't think they are. But it's just the fact. If this game was in Buffalo, I'd probably go with the Bills. But just off of the strength that it's in Arrowhead, uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Holy shit, I picked all home teams. Uh-uh, somebody going to lose. <laughs> Wait, somebody going to lose. But I'm going to go with the I just realized I picked all home teams. Oh, boy, right? God, somebody, worry, quick. Somebody got Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like somebody, that. Somebody, yeah, somebody gonna lose. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's a road team gonna win one of those. Yeah, somebody gonna win one. Oh, well, it, it could be that one. But I'm, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. All right, so, so, y'all, so both of y'all got a, no, no. So, Dupree, you got, you got a Bengals-Bills AFC Championship? Bengals-Bills. All right, and then Eli, you got, you got Bengals-Chiefs. AFC Championship. And then you got a which is Packers, you got Packers Rams NFC Championship Dupree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think what me and Eli got both the rematch Packers Buccaneers NFC Championship. Mhm. Man. I think I think overall, bro, all, all these games is going to be I hopefully, I hope it's no blowouts. I hope they all are pretty good. Part, the crazy part about it, we can go either way. Yeah, that's oh yeah. That's, we, can, we can reverse this, and it still will be acceptable. Oh yeah, the championship games will still be just as good. Yeah, they still be just as good, just as intriguing too. So, yeah, I agree with that, Eli. Yeah, that's. That 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 is that is that is that for sure. And I think if I'm not mistaken, I mean, man, they all I mean like if you're looking at all the spreads, they got uh, Tennessee's a three three, they got them three in the hook. Packers is a pretty much a touchdown favorite. Bucks is a field by a field goal, and then they got the Chiefs by one and a half, which is pretty much that's that's pretty much a pick 'em. I mean, so that's letting you know. What Vegas thinks about all these games, that they are gonna be still some pretty good games, even even with the the highest spread being what six from uh from that 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 forty nine er Packers game. It it really could go either. It really could go either way in all the matchups. I mean, nobody is kind of really like a. I don't want to say like a guarantee. I mean, I think the most confident pick, obviously, is picking the Packers. But 
there, I, I don't know. There's there's no guarantee in any any of the rest of them. Um, so I just think it's gonna be some. Hopefully, there are some definitely some great games. Um, all this weekend, and another thing that Eli mentioned too. No refs blowing it, please, because it, it, even though like you know. The games were the games. It was a couple of them where the the refs were doing a terrible job officiating. So, hopefully, there's no bad officiating this weekend, for sure. Man, as we get ready to wrap up another episode, uh, y'all got uh, y'all got any more words? Any shout outs? Appreciate you for having me. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully we can get some consistency. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? I am an athlete. I be, I be, hey, bro, I be, I be having other people trying to get on too, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to see who, I'm trying to see who, you know what I'm saying? Who the special guest? I need the insider, you know what I'm saying? This man here. Oh, He's so funny. Goodness. But, uh, nah, it's always good talking with the guys. Um, peace, love, prosperity. Appreciate you guys for having me. Uh, you know, it's a successful week. Rest of the week is Wednesday. We almost to Friday. It's true. Made it this far. Continue. Yeah, just normal shout-outs, man. Shout-outs to um, friends and family everywhere. Um, and once again, just continue to, um, whatever your goals are, especially for this year, um, I just heard something earlier today. Um, whatever you want to do, man, if you've been thinking about you know, doing something, whether it be starting a business, starting a podcast, moving here, moving there, whatever you want to do, Man, do it. Do it. You know, as long as it's, you know, within your means and everything like that. And it's legal. I don't want people out here doing illegal stuff. But go do it, man. You know, go do it. It's okay to, it's okay to fail sometimes. But go do it. If you've been thinking about, you know, thinking about something for a long time you really want to do or you want to try, go ahead and do it and just see what happens. You never know what will happen, so. Um, just go out there and keep the faith and, you know, try your dreams. You never know. Yeah, man, uh, for sure. Uh, shout out to the big man upstairs. Obviously, without him, you know, none of this is possible. Um, I appreciate y'all, too, um, you know, coming on, doing this with me today, uh, taking time out y'all's schedule, you know, to sit up here and just – Man, talk, enjoy fellowship, you know, essentially is, is in a way is what we're doing, but talking about what we, you know, what we love, what we like, you know, and everything like that. So uh, always a, a big shout out to this. Shout out to definitely friends and family um, everywhere. Um, man, shout out to the shout out to everybody who who listens in to the podcast for sure. Uh, we definitely appreciate the support. Um, man, continue to, to, to spread the word for the podcast, man. Um, follow the Instagram uh, at EMS underscore podcast underscore. Um, follow the Twitter at podcast underscore EMS. 
like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it at, whether it be uh, Google, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you the ones who listen on SoundCloud, appreciate that uh, for sure. Um, love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. Uh, no means no. No means no. Yeah, it's a new year, but the same issue still applies. <laughs> Cause we ain't we ain't got time for that, you know what I'm saying? But uh, definitely, man, for sure. Just con- continue to keep supporting the podcast. Um, uh, just always be on the lookout for new episodes. Uh, when we drop them, when we drop, and just you know, any uh any type of feedback, we will definitely take it, appreciate it, and, and all that good stuff, man. Uh, y'all enjoy this weekend, um, man. Watch you some hoops. Watch you some football. Uh, cause uh, it's 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 getting crazy too, um, in, in college basketball, which we, we we're gonna be talking about that here pretty soon too. Uh, man, Duke cost me some money, um, but I ain't surprised cause it's Duke. That's neither here nor there. Anyway, yeah, man, y'all just continue support listening to the podcast, man. Um, till the next time, this is another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Hey.